0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Walk the Talk. Uh, my name is Lee Trigg. I am the pastor at uh, Ash Lane United Methodist Church in Euless, Texas.
1: And I am Melissa Trigg, and I belong to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we are thrilled to be with you uh, in, our, in our podcast as we explore together uh, just some of the practical aspects of, of living a life of faith. Uh, not simply saying, uh, this is what you should do. Uh, this is what Jesus wants you to do as a, as a follower, but also acknowledging that 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 journey can be challenging at times, uh, and and that there are practical aspects to it. It's not just as simple as saying, uh, do it. Sometimes we have to figure out how best to do it. Absolutely. And so that's kind of our our task today. And today we want to um, we want to talk about something that is is probably one of the most difficult aspects. Of of being on a faith journey, absolutely, and and that is prayer.
1: Now, prayer, um, you know, is one of the first things you hear about. One of the first things you experience in church. Um, you know, when you're a small child, a lot of times your parents pray with you before you go to bed. Um, you may do a "Now I lay me down to sleep" or something like that, which is kind of a terrifying prayer at the end. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: But um, honestly, prayer is um, has so many different attitudes and opinions about it that we want to just make it something that can be on a one-on-one level between you and God um, to assure you and share with you that God has you know no expectations of what we say or how we say it it is simply our way to have a relationship directly with God it's our our communication with him and there's no there's no written type of um, guidelines to it. I mean, we're fortunate that when we first get started or if we don't know what to say, that we do have the Lord's Prayer that Jesus taught us that we can use, but otherwise, God simply wants us to share with Him, to talk to Him.
0: Right, and I don't, you know, we don't wanna sound flippant to say, you know, first and foremost, just pray. Right. But it really is that simple. Uh, As Melissa said, it, it doesn't, you know, how you pray is not important, that you pray in a certain manner. Is not important, or that you pray in a certain place is not important. What's important, first and foremost, is that you simply pray. Right. That you you carve out that time and you carve out that space uh, to to share in this communication with God.
1: Right. Um, I, mean, I saw an adult once tell children that the only way to pray was that they had to fold their hands and, and bow their heads and close their eyes. And that's so far from the truth because honestly, I think I pray the most when I'm driving. And you certainly don't want me to be driving with my head bowed, my eyes closed, and my hands folded. So.
0: And my favorite place to pray has always been in the shower um, because it's, it's cozy and warm. Uh, and that is until we moved uh, to an area where water was really, really expensive. <laughs> and, and so I had to kind of uh, had to kind of rethink that. And so we want to talk about we want to talk about your your individual prayer life. Um, and at the same time, uh, we also want to talk about if you are a couple, um, the importance and the power, uh, and, quite frankly, the difficulty in in praying in praying together. So we'll see we'll see how far we get with all of that, uh, with all of that today. So first and foremost, I guess, how do you pray?
1: You asking me? Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, I will be the first to admit that I don't pray nearly as often as I wish I did because I crave that intimacy and that close relationship with God. Um, and it, it's like anything else that as Lee said, if you carve out the time, then it makes a difference. Um, I have, a, or have had a, a relatively long commute, and so in the car has been a very good time for me, and that's why I say I need to be alert while I'm doing it. But my mind is able then to, to empty itself of other things and simply focus on talking to God. Um, I can talk to God about um, most anything because I'm there by myself. Because honestly, group prayer gets a little more delicate because you're worried about what you may be sharing in front of other people. But when it's just you one-on-one with God, you can talk to him like a father or a best friend and um, truly just share what's in your heart. And sometimes you don't even know how to put those things into words. And you can simply say, God, you know what's in my heart. So you ask know, me, how do I pray? I I pray As a time to build my relationship with God, I pray as a time to ask for God to guide me. I pray as a time to ask God for his forgiveness. All of those things together.
0: Yeah, and I think what what Melissa said there is, is really so important because I think part of the difficulty that we have with prayer is that we're afraid that we're not doing it right Mm -hmm. you know and and you know we listen to someone who who prays regularly in public and they're you know they're 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 flowery and and, eloquent eloquent. you know i listen i have a a former church member who is a newly elected state representative and he was called to do the invocation on the floor of the of the state house um just a couple of days ago and, and he had a video of it on facebook and and he had taken the time to write out this this prayer and it was it was beautiful you know it was very eloquent and and just soaring rhetoric and and all that and and i thought boy that's you know that really is that was really a beautiful prayer um but mine don't sound like that when i'm just talking to god and in fact i think back more there was a a a woman uh who i knew and served with on a committee and and she was asked to pray one time And, and i remember her starting her prayer and she just said yo god how's it going and and everybody kind of did a it takes take, you a,
1: takes you a back when you hear something like that
0: but I'm I am certain that's the way she prayed to God on a regular basis sure. that's just who she was you know and this how, how she communicated and um, and it was a it was a very honest and, and very heartfelt prayer that uh, um, so yeah it, and it was real I think that's the,
1: the, the real that's is, the, is very important absolutely
0: you...
1: so um how about you you asked me how do I pray how do you pray
0: so my, my prayer life has evolved uh, a lot over over a number of years. Uh, and because I was one that definitely had a lot of difficulty. I'm not doing this right. Um, I'm not in the right position. Do I need to be on my knees? Do my hands need to be folded? You know, and so on. And and I used to really focus on Praying the words correctly, mm. and, and it was very intimidating. And so, as a result, I didn't pray nearly as often as I, I felt called to because it was just it was stressful, you know. Right. And uh, and then I went to I went to a workshop a number of years ago that was actually done by a, a local hospital, uh, the chaplain at the hospital, and she talked about our. I'll never forget. She talked about the power of silence
1: mm, silence is key
0: and she said you know we we think of you know we, we talk about prayer being a conversation and yet most of the time we treat prayer as if it's a monologue that we just you know we're just So, hey god it's me lee and here's my list of things i'm concerned about and here's my list of things that i want and here's my list of things that i need from you and and i love you and thank you so much and she said but instead a conversation is necessarily two ways And she said, so if we're not taking the time to listen for God um, and to, and to listen to how God might be whispering into our lives, then, then we're only, we're only, you know, we're only, we're not even meeting God halfway. And so she really challenged us and it really changed the way I prayed. She challenged us to begin in silence. And, and I have found that by doing that, and even if it's just for five minutes, to just sit and, and be quiet and be still and just simply to to focus on on just breathing um, and and to try to you know kind of try to focus my mind. I find that when I when I then do begin myself talking to God, I'm much more focused and I feel much more like I am in the presence of God mm. to have that conversation. Uh, and so that really has been a, a game changer for me.
1: One thing I'd like to share, uh, if you really are uncomfortable doing your own prayer, um, you know, you may be very comfortable praying as a group in a church setting or any other setting where someone else leads the prayer and you want to build your prayer relationship with God, um, there is actually a kind of a, a system, an acronym you can use to help you out with that. And it's actually called ACTS. So it's easy to remember. But the A in Acts stands for adoration. And so the idea is when you first open your conversation with God, simply share your love for him, you know, even just your opening, a gracious and loving God, or um, you are the one who created the earth and created me, or whatever you feel appropriate saying, just some way to show your, your adoration for God. The next step in Acts is C for confession. And this would be the time that we would share things with God that Honestly, he already knows about, but we need to come to him and, and ask for forgiveness. You know, God, I fell short today. And, and friends, I say that every single day because I do. I fall short every single day. And, and today I didn't work as hard as I should have, or I um, didn't see the needs of others around me, or maybe I wasn't as attentive as I should have been. Maybe I let things drop. Maybe I was rude Maybe I was involved in gossip. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we do, small things or even much bigger things, but, you know, that's my short laundry list, and it's much longer, I just haven't shared it, of things I probably do on a very regular basis that I'll, I'll share with God, and I'll say, God, I am sorry. I am trying to turn these things around, but I can't do it on my own, and I need you to help me. So that sea of confession helps you to ask for forgiveness, but also ask God to, to guide you in turning those things the other direction. Um... The next uh, area is supplication. No, T. No, we're at ACT. Yeah, Thanksgiving. We're at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, Thanksgiving is just where you thank God for everything um, in your life, Uh, for all the blessings, for your family, um, for where you are, for the opportunity to serve him, for what you can do in the world, um, for the opportunities you have, for, for the love of those that you are close to. Um, for an upcoming adventure, for your schooling, for your job, um, for a change, or for things that stay the same. You may be excited about something new that's coming up, or you may be glad that something's not changing and hasn't. Uh, There's all kinds of things that would come up during Thanksgiving, and, and it's a perfect time to just list those to God. Uh, and, you know, we don't have to say everything every day. I mean, when Lee and I pray together, which we'll talk about later, but when we pray independently, I mean, ours may be a different list, but when we pray together, we pray about our family and more than that. But um, Thanksgiving on your own can be all kinds of things. And then the S and Acts is supplication.
0: Yeah, no, uh, supplication.
1: Um, supplication. Supplication is, is when we bring our needs and requests to God. And I want you to be very careful and hear this though. God is not Santa Claus. We're not bringing a list of here's what I need and I want you to do it and I want you to do it right now or if not yesterday. Um, you know, Keep in mind that God's not looking for that laundry list of things from us. He honestly knows way ahead of us what we need. He knows where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. But he wants you to share your concerns with him. This is where you share... Um, that you you need is guidance. This is where you share prayer concerns about family or friends who are ill or hurting or grieving. Um, This is where you flat out say, I don't know what to do about something. I'm at a loss in my relationship. I'm at a loss if I should continue in my job, Um, help me with my marriage, those type of things. Not specifically, you know, help me fix this, help me make a good grade or help me buy a new car. It's more guide me where you want me to be. Um, give me the heart and the wisdom to follow your path, those type of things.
0: And I think that's a, I think it's a really key point to, to drive home because I think this is, this is where we can get into trouble mm-hmm. with prayer uh, and, and where prayer can become almost an impediment to our faith journey, rather than a key component that moves it forward, um, because all too often I think if if we don't approach prayer uh, in the right attitude, that it can become a test, mm. right? If if God is really there.
1: Oh yes.
0: Then God will give me what I ask for. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus says that. You know, ask and you shall, you shall receive. receive. Knock the door and show the door will be open for you. And seek and you will find. And yet, I don't know about you, <laughs> but but there's many times that I have sought and not found. You know, and asked and not received. And 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 so it, it can quickly become a matter of well, God's either not there, God's not listening, prayer doesn't work, um, and 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 that kind of thing. And even to the point where I I fall into that trap sometime and I begin, I I find myself couching my prayers. Like how? Like, I don't want to, I'm not going to ask God for this because if it doesn't happen... Then what does that say to me about God? Oh, you know. And I'll, in fact, I'll give you a, a good professional example. Um, I remember going to going to the hospital one time, a number of years ago, uh, and and a gentleman was was dying of cancer, and um, the the nurses had been in, and and even if they hadn't told me, you know, just sort of one look and listen, you, you knew. You, just, huh? you I could mean, tell this, this, it was just going to be a very short time. He was very near the end and his and his wife was there and I had spent you know I'd spent time with her in in previous days and weeks as he had as he had um, declined and I remember uh, asking her if we could pray or she'd like to pray and she said yes and as kind of as my habit when I would go to the hospital with someone I would ask I asked her what would you like to pray for and her response was I want to pray that he is healed I want to pray that the cancer goes away and that he gets up and walks out of this hospital a well man. Wow. And you know, and so I'm I was just stuck because I was I, I didn't want to pray for that because I didn't think it was going to happen. Right. Um, you know, I I I'm fully uh I fully acknowledge that God is capable of performing miracles, but right. everything I saw in front of me told me that that wasn't going to happen. That his
1: healing was going to be different.
0: That his healing was going to be different. That's right. And, and, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to turn, I didn't want to come between this prayer to come between this woman and God because I felt like she was going to desperately need God in the coming days and weeks and months. Of course. Uh, as she as she dealt with her loss. And, and it, 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 I was struggling with what to do. And I finally... I finally prayed what she asked me to pray. And and what I and kind of how I worked it out in my mind is that I we are sharing with God, we're not asking God or demanding of God this miracle, but we in that moment were sharing with God her deepest longing, her deepest desire. Um, and I think that's, that's important and that's the, that's the whole, that's the whole power of prayer is to, is that we make ourselves vulnerable in that moment.
1: And that way you were able to voice it to God, to put words to it. And honestly, that's probably what all of us would want if we had someone so close to us that we're sick and she actually was able to, to say that.
0: Right. Right. And, and of course, you know, he, you know, just in, in a matter of hours, uh, he, he passed away. Um, and, but I think that there was, I, I think there was power in that moment to give her the voice to say that. Okay. Um, and to, and to, um, you know, to, for, to give her the voice to, to just lay her soul bare and say, God, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. This is a loss that I can't even fathom right now. Right. Um, and to be able to be that honest and to be that raw. Um, and, and even in that moment, you know, and, and I mean this sincerely, to, to be that angry. Right. You know, I mean, uh, to, to, you know, to, to, to shake your fist at God and say, I, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that, 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 you know, you're going to allow that he is taken from me. Um, and that's, again, that's it's raw, right. but it's honest and that's, right. that's, that's prayer.
1: Well, and that's something else we need to keep in mind is that Jesus experienced the emotions that we experience. And so God understands what that human emotion of grief and anger and loss are because Jesus had those episodes more than once, um, He experienced being ostracized. He experienced being left out. He experienced change and differences and and all these things that that we experience. And so he understands those emotions and and has a, a deep in his heart understanding of how we feel. And so that's key to our relationship that even though we can't understand the magnitude of God and we're not supposed to, he came to live on earth in the form of Jesus for us to to have that opportunity that he now understands how we feel on a human level. Even though he created us, he came and lived like one of us so he can understand those emotions. So when we are grieving a loss of someone close to us, or when we're angry at someone for doing something that we just can't fathom, God's been there.
0: Absolutely. I mean, when we talk about God being fully, or Jesus being fully human and fully divine, that means that He had the full human experience and all the ups and downs that, that and peaks and valleys that that go with that. Right. And uh, and so, yeah, that's. I, I think that's absolutely right. No matter what we, you know, no matter what emotion or or what rawness we expose to God in prayer, God's been there.
1: Right. Right. And, absolutely, and
0: I think there's a lot of comfort, uh, you know, with a with a creator who can always be able to say, "I know,
1: I know, I know, I understand, I, I know, yeah, I love you, and I know."
0: Yeah, um, I think the other, the the one other thing I would say about uh, about our individual prayer life uh, is that not only does the uh, does the, the the format of how you pray not matter, um, but the form that that prayer takes doesn't matter either. Um, for some people, um, prayer is is necessarily something that happens out loud. Okay. Right? I mean, so they 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 their prayers are verbal. So
1: they have a quiet space where they can actually talk and right. they, and have words come out of their mouth.
0: Yeah, and that's and I think that's that's great. Uh, other people and I sort of always kind of found myself in this category, it was more of a, it was more of a mental the exercise. thought process. A thought you can think process. to
1: God and know God um, hears you.
0: Yeah. And the, the danger of that is, and what I would always find, is that my mind would tend to wander. Yes. You know, I would find myself distracted and, and I'd be talking to God and thinking about what I needed from the grocery store <laughs> or, you know, whatever. And, and uh, but what I found, and this is just what works for me, is that because of, um, because of my uh, background uh, in, in journalism and, and then a lot of what I do now I, I'm writing mm. and what I found several years ago is that I am much more focused when I'm writing than when I'm just thinking.
1: Makes a lot of sense and
0: so I uh, and in fact I, I got the idea when when, uh, uh, when I watched uh, years ago when when the movie The Help came out and and Viola Davis's character uh asks if if she can write her stories down to read to uh the young lady who's wanting to write this book and she said I write my prayers out every night and so I could just write these stories out too and I thought wow that's a that's a great idea and so I have a little journal and I sit down and and instead of verbalizing to God I sit down with a with a pen and paper and I, and I write it out. And some days, it's you know, a little half a page. Other days, it may be two or three pages. Um, and I just I find that when I, when I pray like that, my mind doesn't wander. And I stay very focused on, on what I'm trying to share with God.
1: I think an, another option that may be useful to you is the idea of prayer beads. Mm-hmm. And um, Lee actually gifted me a set uh, several years ago Now, you will know prayer beads from the Catholic Church because it's the rosary, and they use it for a very specific prayer for each section of beads, where in the Protestant Church, the beads can be more um, a guide to the different areas of prayer or um, to to remind you because sometimes you finish and say, oh gosh, I forgot about this, or I forgot about my extended family. I was so focused on this thing. I forgot about my kids, (laughs) whatever. So, um... The prayer beads have um, just kind of a design to them where you can to learn the pattern that goes along with prayer. And we actually have been discussing the idea of doing a prayer workshop. Mm -hmm. And so we would include some different ideas like prayer beads and and some ideas behind journaling and and some other things like um, just looking deeper into this. And so maybe come fall when we can be together um, without as many concerns and as many masks or we'll see we'll we'll do a workshop and delve into some of these things even deeper yeah
0: yeah um and in the meantime if you want to if you want to learn more about that you can just google um uh, you probably google anglican prayer beads because the uh, kind of the original or the, the traditional structure of them came out of the anglican church which uh, came from the catholic which came church from the catholic church and so this was sort of the anglican church's uh, you know, reimagining of, of how to use beads in in prayer, um, but you can easily find things online. You can make your own, uh, and you don't even have to use a string of beads. You can. Uh, we actually had a, a church board meeting back in the fall where one of our one of the board members did the, the the devotional at the beginning of our meeting, and and actually kind of walked us through a very brief exercise using prayer beads, and we just used you know pennies Objects, or, right? or rocks or whatever we happen to have lying around our house and uh, so yeah you can easily find uh, a a guide uh, to to use those and again it's just a tool it's just another another thing another tool to kind of help you focus Mm -hmm. uh, on that conversation right with god so
1: well we spent all of our time today talking about individual prayer and that's great because it's something that's important and it's something that too often isn't discussed and so we think we'll wrap up for now Um, I hope some of these tools we've shared with you will be helpful. But again, if you are local and especially if you're part of the Ash Lane community or a a friend of someone in the Ash Lane community, uh, we will plan on doing a workshop that may include making prayer beads and um, journaling and all these type of things. So it is on our our to-do list and we truly hope to do that soon. Um, But we hope that this has been... um, reached you, that has uh, touched your heart, because this is very near and dear to us, the idea of um, not being worried about a, a formulaic type prayer, but instead that God truly just wants to hear from us. Um, he wants to hear our joys. He wants to hear our, our pain. He wants to hear how our day went. God knows about your day, but he wants you to share it with him. He wants to hear how you feel about it. He wants to hear your, your highs and lows, He wants to hear your joys your concerns he wants to hear from your heart and that's when it's just one-on-one that's not that hard to do once you get into the habit of it
0: yeah but as we've as we wrap up today uh just to kind of give you a little preview we want to spend some time uh, next episode going a little deeper and talking not about our individual prayer life but rather our our corporate prayer life when we come together and pray and that can be in a large setting such as, as a worship service or whatever um, all the way down to uh, something that is again near and dear to our hearts um, and, and I think tremendously important and that is uh, if you are a couple, um, having a prayer life together uh, and, and we' we'll sort of we sort of acknowledge going in that that is probably one of the most difficult aspects of being a couple. Uh, I, I you know I counsel with a lot of Uh, A lot of folks who are planning their wedding uh, and as we do premarital counseling, uh, one of the questions I ask them is "Do do you pray together on a regular basis and almost always the answer is no. Uh, it is incredibly intimidating uh, and incredibly difficult because it is incredibly intimate
1: and very yes intimate and personal
0: and and so uh, so we want to talk spend some time next time talking about that uh, and again giving you some giving you some tools giving you some strategies to help you get started if you're not uh, if you're not doing that already but for today we will uh, we will sign off and pray God's deepest blessings on you and your family
1: and thank you for joining us
0: we look forward to seeing you next time
1: take care.